Hello and welcome to Digital Nomad Girl. Welcome back and thank you for being here on this week's episode. So, this week I would like to introduce you to Phuket Cleanse. Phuket Cleanse is a healing and wellness and health resort in Phuket, Thailand, which I had the honor and pleasure and opportunity to stay at for one week and experience everything that Phuket Cleanse had to offer. So one thing that I would just like to get across to you is that Phuket Cleanse is a very, very special place. Not only are the people there so amazing and is it so much fun, but it's kind of like a Disneyland for health and wellness. It incorporates a lot of different aspects of health and wellness. Um, it's a blend of exercise and various activities as well as exercises for your mind, meditation, for your spirit, energy healing, just it, it offers so many different things. So I'm going to be just going through my experience for that week. I'm going to be going through each activity one by one to kind of give you a full layout of the whole week. And let me tell you, every single day was jam-packed, jam-packed with so much to do. Um, so actually, let me go through a brief list just to give you an idea of what they offer. So like I said, it's a very active place. So some things that they offer are things like sunrise yoga, nature treks to viewpoints around the island, Bikram, a big Buddha hike, uh, cooking classes, running, cardio cycling, lots of different types of yoga, talks on nutrition, health, addiction, sleep, positive self-talk. They do high intensity training or in, uh, high intensity interval training. They have Muay Thai classes, beach runs, uh, stand-up paddle boarding, Aquafit and dance fit. They even have art classes by the sea. And like I said, various guided meditations. They even take you out to a night market um, on Sundays. And they even take you out to some of these smaller, beautiful little secluded islands and take you for a boat tour there. Um, and then they also do a lot in the spiritual realm as well and some other types of classes and experiences that they offer are things like acupuncture, chakra meditations, aerial yoga. Um, also, we got massages every Tuesday and Thursday, as well as Saturday and Sundays, the two T's and the two S's. Um, so it's a great place to just fully, fully relax. Well, you can relax, but it's a great place to exercise, and basically do everything and anything you want, as well as pamper yourself. Um, there's even body care master classes, shamanic journeys, breathwork workshops, uh, reiki, cacao ceremonies, 
somatic body movement, um, talks on law of attraction. I had the opportunity to participate in something called narrow light therapy with Sebastian, which I will go over later. Um, there's also infrared saunas, herbal steam saunas, and ice baths as well, which was a really amazing and challenging experience I'm excited to tell you about later on in the podcast. There's crystal singing bowls and sound bath meditations and meal prep 101 courses. Just so many things. So I wanted to go over that list just to give you an idea of the type of place that this is and what they offer. And I'm not going to lie, I... I took it pretty easy. I didn't do a lot more of the physical activities, um, but I can tell you this. I was doing a lot, a lot of the energy work and the more spiritual and emotional work, and I was completely exhausted with that. By day four, I was like, okay, I need one day. Just give me one day to not just open myself up all crazy. So the owners are Melanie and Stanton. So I think it's really amazing that the two of them have come together to create such a wonderland of wellness and health. So it's my understanding, and I'm really excited to interview Melanie in the future for her own personal podcast, but it's my understanding that Stanton is the physical, he's really into exercise and health in that aspect, and Melanie is really into the spiritual and energetic. So together, they created this wonderful health and wellness resort. And before I get into all of the different activities, I would just like to say that one thing that I absolutely love about this place is the amount of creativity and just complete support that exists from not only just the staff, but the owners and the whole place in general. One thing that I love is that Phuket Cleanse really allows people to come into this space and hone in on their gifts and their crafts and work with them and share them with others and discover themselves all of the stuff that I talked to were guests at some point. So it's that kind of place where you experience it and you realize, wow, what a wonderland of just human growth, human potential, and sharing these practical healing and health and wellness tools with others. And if that's something that interests you, the owners are just so accepting to allow you to come and work on those skills and hone in on their crafts and offer that to their guests. So I found that that was truly beautiful and something that I really admired in this place as well. So upon arrival, I was welcomed by Maria and the staff, and she did a wonderful job of everybody did a wonderful job of just making you feel so welcome and completely supported and just valued to to be there in that time and to to honor and acknowledge you in taking the time in coming 
and taking your health seriously and taking wellness seriously. And that was just definitely the overall vibe of the place. So I just want to say thank you to Maria for taking me in and just showing me, giving me an overall understanding of what Phuket Cleanse is about and how to really fully utilize my time there and all of the activities. Oh, and not to forget, um, the food is so good. So, so good. Most of it is raw vegan, but there is fish and eggs. They will give you eggs in the morning for people who would like that for breakfast and for dinner, they will offer fish as well. And it's my understanding that the place was originally just completely raw vegan, but one of the nutritionists who came in there started to, you know, just offer a little bit of a different perspective of a more balanced diet for people who are looking for more protein, especially because a lot of the time that you're there is very physical and it is taking a toll on your body. So I just, I love even, even their understanding of holistic health is shown in their food as well. And that's one thing that I really loved, but in general, the food there is absolutely amazing. And yes, it's raw vegan. And for a lot of people, I think that can sound really scary or really bland. How could you do that for a week? But honestly, you don't even notice it at all because everything is just so tasty and everything definitely fills you up. And they also do offer um, juicing and juice cleanses. But what I appreciated is that the juices are open for everyone. They're not just you know, okay, just you are on a juice cleanse. We're only going to make you juice. They have them up on a table for everyone, which I appreciated because we did start our meals pretty early in the morning and I would just have juice in the morning. Some days I'd have a little bit of food, but I really just like to start my morning with something clean and not too heavy. So I, I appreciated that, that there was just full access to everything that is really offered at this place. Okay, so that's the introduction. And now I would just like to go over some of the experiences that I had. And there were so many different types of experiences, but I'm going to try and go in chronological order. So the first day that I was there, I had arrived late at night and I walked into this wonderful place and already the vibes were so strong. It, it just felt like the coolest place ever. The staff was so nice. The people were so nice. And you could just tell it was a really, it, it was just so warm walking into it right away. And I, I even came late at night, but everyone was just so sweet. And everyone is just on the same, the same level, the same type of understanding and mission to be open and try new things and take care of themselves and be serious about wellness and health. So that was apparent right away. So I went to bed that night, woke up in the morning, had a wonderful, clean <laughs> breakfast. And my first activity of my first day was hum meditation. So the funny thing is that when I signed up for hum meditation with Anna, I thought we were just going to be humming. <laughs> I thought we would sit there and, 
you know, do some relaxing meditation, but that was not the case. So when I came into the class, we were instructed by Anna that this was a meditation. It was actually called So Hum. And a So Hum means, I believe it means something like, I am that I am. So it's an acknowledgement of feeling and being everything that you are at that moment and just allowing it to flow through you. So she instructed us that we would be doing some jumping. We would be working with our sacral chakra and in our jumping, we would be moving the energy from so the sacral chakra, chakra uh, lies all the way at the base of your spine. It's the very first chakra in the physical body. And as you are jumping, you're kind of jumping back onto your heels. You're not like jumping up and down all crazy, but you're lifting yourself up on your toes and then you're coming back down on your heels. And what this does is it's allowing the, it's helping the energy that's in your sacral chakra to come down through your legs and into the earth, into the floor and release it in that way. Uh, while you say the words so hum and also move your body in a particular way with your hands. So as we were doing this, she was playing this music that had a really great rhythm that helped to support you in this. She was also doing some drumming, some shamanic drumming and the drumming vibrations are, are very, very strong as I learned on this week here at Phuket Cleanse. And so with all of these modalities together, just helping you to move that energy out and then to lay down, that's the first half of the class. Then the second half is to just lay down and allow that energy to work and move through you. So one thing that I didn't realize that would happen was well, any of what happened really, I didn't know we'd be jumping up and down, but I didn't know what this practice was. So it was very interesting when I had a emotional and energetic reaction right away. Even as we were jumping, tears started to come to my eyes and I was like, wow, I don't understand what I'm doing, but it's moving something. And then as we laid down my body, my legs, especially everything from the base of my spine, the back, my, my lower back area and my legs just, they really started to, to shake pretty much. And, um, I did, a, you know, release some more emotional energy as well, but right away I was just like, wow, this is so much more powerful than I realized what we were going to be doing. Like I said, I didn't know what hum meditation was about. I thought we were just going to sit there and hum or something, but I definitely felt energy being moved in my body, emotions being moved in my body, and I was having a physical reaction. My legs were, were shaking a bit. So that being said, I later found out uh, through a Reiki healing by this very intuitive woman who was actually a guest at the resort that I connected to uh, right away, connected with right away. She ended up giving me a 
Reiki healing later on in the week, which I will talk about. And she's also a medium and just very intuitive overall. But she helped me to realize that if you listen to the previous episode, um, I shared that I was in a lot of the earthquakes in Bali for the month that I was there. There have been nonstop quakes. And this is something that is not I mean, lots of quakes do happen, earthquakes do happen in Bali, but this isn't something that is known to happen this frequently in Bali. Even when we asked the locals, there were everyone just straight up was like, no, this is this is not common. So over the course of a month, Kat and I, who I introduced in the last episode, who I met in Bali, we went through a lot of the earthquakes and that's actually how we met. We ran out of our place um, to the front when that first big earthquake happened. And there were probably six, five or six very large ones. And there were so many aftershocks and tremors. I think in one night we had a hundred tremors after one of the first biggest earthquakes. And I'm talking like these were the type of earthquakes where you run out of your place in fear. You, um, one night we were having dinner at like a third level of this one restaurant that was right off of the beach, overlooking the beach. We're having a very nice dinner. And in the middle of dinner, the whole place starts to shake and the lights are going back and forth. And the staff is yelling at us to, to, come down and come down the stairs and everybody's running out the front door and several times you would go out to the front and see everyone in the streets so there were a lot of tremors that were happening there was just so much activity and I didn't realize that at the time but when I had the Reiki uh, healing with Sinead she expressed to me that uh, her message was that there was a lot of that earthquake fear energy all just pent up in my sacral chakra. And for her, the way that she explained it is, you know, I was standing on the earth and this right away, the earthquake happens and you feel it in your legs, the energy is coming up through your feet, into your legs, and into your body. And she said that it, for me, it was all sitting in my sacral chakra. So a lot of the energy work that I ended up doing over the week actually revolved around the sacral chakra. And in a lot of the energy work, I was doing a lot of shaking. And I had no idea that this, is, this was the idea behind it at the time. But the hum meditation, the so hum meditation was very powerful for me because that was my first time having that experience of these really intense um, shaking in, in my lower body and releasing that energy. So thank you, Anna, for her work. And she does a lot of movement therapy and energy and Reiki and all of this as well. But I just appreciate her ability to fuse a lot of those together, especially with movement therapy, because that definitely helped me in this week in which I acknowledged that this was something that happened 
in my body and movement therapy has been a great way for me to release a lot of this energy. So the second activity that I participated in was with Erin. And this was, it was actually a group acupuncture session, which is really cool. I had never participated in a group acupuncture session. And I really appreciated Aaron because he, he works with integrative therapy. So he uses his knowledge and combines it all for a session. And one thing I really appreciated was in the very beginning, he told us about his background and how he works with acupuncturists without borders to go into places where natural disasters have happened. And as a first responder, he goes to help people um, with acupuncture to help them, you know, move and deal with their, their grief, their loss, their fear. Um, and Another thing that he helps with as well is going to rehabs because I didn't know that you can use acupuncture for addiction. So it was just great to hear his, his understanding and his way of working with this as well. So like I said, he does a combination of things, which I, I thought was really cool. He had us all laid down and he played some really nice music where the tone of the music, it kind of goes up and then goes down the rhythm of it. And he has us inhale. He has us breathe in in the times that it goes up and then he has us exhale in the times that it goes down. So first he's incorporating that breath work. Then he went around and I think there was about 10 of us. We were lying down in this one room and he put a few, I believe it was five different needles in five different points in your ear. And apparently your ear is, is a hub for a lot of these uh, specific healing points as well. So he went around and he put five in all of our ears, or just one ear actually. And after he did this, then he came around. And as we're still being instructed with the music to do this breath work, then he starts incorporating sound healing. So he, what he used were, you know, those, those tuning forks that you see. So he would hit the tuning fork and then he would put it um, on our third eye and then he would put it near where he did the acupuncture and then he would hit it again and put it um, right in the center of our chest like to the right of your heart in the center and that was just a really awesome experience I had never understood or experienced acupuncture in that way I've only really used it as a healing tool for helping to relax really tense muscles when you've gone through. And I went through the accident and had whiplash. So that was really my only time doing acupuncture. So I really appreciated that. So if you want to learn more about this or contact him, you can contact him at Aaron at bodyrealms.com. And also his website is bodyrealms.com. B-O-D-Y-R-E-A-L-M-S dot com. So another one of my favorite classes was aerial yoga. I did try and do this as much as possible. And 
it was just so much fun. I have not done, well, before this, I had not done an aerial yoga class since this one time that my older sister took me to go participate in one. I believe it was this place in Hollywood and I was in high school and I had no idea what we were doing, but my sister has always been into, you know, her own kind of stuff. So I was just excited to go. So I haven't done it since then. And I, I just had so much fun. So I just want to give a shout out to Stas and his aerial yoga classes, because he was just such a really good teacher. And he was so methodical and gave really great and clear direction and just was really supportive in describing exactly how to move your body so that you don't hurt yourself, which is obviously very important, especially when you're doing something like aerial yoga, because you're practically, these cloths are supporting you and all of your weight. So you don't want to fall, you don't want to do something in the wrong way and hurt yourself. So I just had so much fun doing aerial yoga as many mornings and evenings as I could. Uh, another thing that I really loved was that we had massages every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And even the masseuse therapists were, I feel like they were very intuitive. I mean, a lot of places you go and you have a massage and they kind of poke around and they relieve some places, but every massage that I had there, these women were so good at finding the muscles that had the most tension and just following it everywhere it went. So for me, it's my neck, my shoulders, and my back. And it was just so intentional. And you can tell that they really would do their best to find where the tension was, find where the knots were, work on these, and then just work in all of the muscles that were connected to them. The massages were great, <laughs> so I just wanted to include that as well. So a really fun class that I did was the Body Care Masterclass with Luella. So in this class, we did we made a body scrub and a face mask, all natural, and we used things like sea salt and bentonite clay and coffee grounds and vitamin C and rose water, spirulina, essential oils. I can't remember anything else, but yeah, just so many, it was such a nice way to just work with all of these different things that I've heard of or have used in my own way before, but to put them all together and understand how to make your own body scrub and face mask was a lot of fun. So Luella also has a company that she started while she was at Phuket Cleanse called Little Miss Raw, and you can check her out on Instagram. It's at littlemiss underscore raw, and she makes toothpaste and lip balms and lip gloss and body scrubs, deodorants, natural sunscreen. Everything is natural. And like I had mentioned before, the owners and Phuket Cleanse just is such a supportive place for people to really discover and share themselves in these ways. And she actually started that company as she started working there. I believe, I don't remember what she was doing there before specifically, but while she was there, she just found that she had a passion for creating all natural products, whether it's in your home or for your body. So she started Little Miss Raw. 
Okay, another really <laughs> intense experience that I had was the shamanic journey. So the shamanic journey was basically drums and breath work created by Anna. And like I said, at this time, I did not realize that there was all this pent up energy in my sacral chakra from the earthquakes. So I had no idea where this intensity was coming from at the time. I just knew that I was moving a lot of energy, but oh my gosh, the shamanic journey was so intense. And like I said, it was just breath work and shamanic drumming by Anna, but I think we did an hour of it and my body was shaking so hard and there was, I could just feel these tingling sensations all around my body and my hands and my arms and my legs and my shoulders in my face. There was just so many physical things happening in my body. And it even came to a point where there was so much energy coming out of the, my, my legs and the bottom of my feet that they were so hot and sore, like literally on fire. The base of my, like where your heel is, it literally ached at the end and after the session I had to like massage the bottom of my heels because they hurt so bad and they literally felt like they were on fire during the shamanic journey I just felt so much heat coming out of them and it was so so hot so thank you Anna for your incredible shamanic journey work as well and like I said I I didn't understand where all of that energy was coming from before but I get it now, and a lot of it was coming out that day. So thank you, Anna. So one really cool workshop that I attended was a breathwork workshop uh, hosted by Rita. So we started with learning the Tony Robbins AM routine. It starts with some breathwork to get your body moving, and then... He does a guided meditation and then you go into a state of gratitude because gratitude is one of the highest vibrations that you can have. And with the gratitude and the visualization, he then has you imagine the things that you want. So then he's having you essentially manifest, um, doing manifestation exercises with your brain and in meditation as well. So that was really cool to learn. And I'm actually going to... It's a, it's a pretty small meditation and it's a YouTube clip. So I'm actually going to find that for you and put it in the show notes. So if you want to incorporate some breath work, visualization, gratitude routine that uh, is led by Tony Robbins, then check that out in the show notes. So after that, we did a balancing breath as well, which is this one I've done before in, in kundalini yoga. So it's basically where you are breathing in one nostril and then breathing out in the other. And you're pretty much covering and, and blocking one as you do the other. So what this does is this connects your left and right hemispheres of your brain and your body. And this is um, as she explained, a way to balance yourself when you're kind of having a tough day and you feel like, you know, maybe something upset you or just maybe you're, you're 
running on coffee or you have too much energy and, and you're not feeling right, then that's a really good way to balance yourself. And then the last breath work that we learned was the cooling breath. So the cooling breath is one, I've also done this in Kundalini, but it's the one where you roll your tongue kind of like a straw, you roll it into a circle. And some people actually, I don't think can physically do it at all. But for people who cannot physically do it, you just put your teeth together. And with the cooling breath, you slowly inhale and then you slowly exhale. So if you can roll your tongue like that into a straw, then you kind of stick it out of your mouth and you use that to inhale with the cooling breath and then exhale. And like I said, for people who can't do that, then you just do it through your teeth. You kind of almost close your teeth all the way and then you just breathe in through your teeth and out through your mouth. So thank you, Rita, for that breathwork workshop. Okay, so now I'm about to talk about a very interesting and powerful Reiki energy healing session that I had with Sinead, who was actually a guest at the resort at Phuket Cleanse. So some of this gets for some of you who are listening, it might get really woo-woo, as they say. It gets really spiritual and next level. So uh, beware yourself <laughs> if you're not completely open or into all of that yet. <laughs> um, so with this Reiki session, I have never, I mean, I've, I've done a good amount of Reiki healings for uh, myself, other people doing them on me, but I have never physically had such a reaction in my life. And again, as I have explained in these previous sessions, my body was just shaking literally uncontrollably. It wasn't just my legs. It wasn't just my feet. It was my entire body. And I felt so much moving through me. I felt tinglys everywhere. I felt heat points coming out of my body in different places and just literally shaking so hard. And we did, I'm not sure exactly how long we did it for. Maybe it was about 45 minutes, but at the end, at the end, there was one point in particular where I finally started to calm down and it really took her a while to get me and my body to calm down um, because it was just so intense for such a long time. Probably a good 30 minutes of that whole time that I was there was just intense, involuntary shaking of my body. And at the end, she was grounding me and right at the end before and when I say grounding, what I mean is um, she was reminding me out loud and also doing it herself energetically to imagine that the soles of my feet were connected to the earth and to let the energy that is in my body flow through me downwards into the earth and let healing Mother Earth um, process that for me. So she was coaching me through that part um, and like I said, I was pretty much just lying there. I was kind of in a strange trance, to be honest. 
I'm not sure if I was half asleep or what, but my body was just doing all of the work. And she just helped to ground me at the end and led me through it as well because what had happened is at the end of the session, she had actually tried to just stop. But when she stopped doing the Reiki, I started to shake even more. <laughs> so, so then she was like, okay, I need to ground you. And then that's why she also audibly led me through it as well so that I could mentally try and ground myself with her as she was doing it for me as well. And in this last moment of being grounded, I had this one moment where my body just went and I just like inhaled and my body just shook really, really hard. And in that moment, I saw in my mind's eye with my eyes closed, I saw a huge yellow, it was kind of like a starburst or like a sun, just all these rays coming out and it was very, very yellow. And then I saw a just like a gentle, gentle figure of a man's face. And I definitely got that it was a male energy. And, you know, the whole time I had been laying there, I was not seeing anything at all. My eyes were closed. But in that moment, I, I saw that. And I didn't understand it at the time. But when we finished the session, um, so like I mentioned earlier... Sinead is also a medium. So she told me that there was an energy present, which was actually my great grandfather. And I have actually seen one medium before, uh, when one of my good friends passed away. And in that session as well, the medium before had told me that I had a great grandfather energy around me as well. So I thought that was really interesting that Sinead had had said that. And of course, I didn't share with her this past experience that I had. But it was just so interesting because I had seen that a man's face at, at the end of the, the session. So that was truly special, especially because he had a message. She had a message for me. And the message some of it's kind of funny. Well, okay. Basically what he said. So my great grandfather is from Mexico, part of Mexico side, like a, a Mexican Spanish. So his message to me was, I'm so proud of my little gringo. She's doing really well. Keep on the healing path. Keep going. It's all going to work out. So that was just really beautiful that that was a message that came through and just really affirming as well in everything that I've been experienced lately, uh, experiencing lately in the healing and spiritual world. And I just want to acknowledge her and her gift and my great grandfather and just say thank you to them because that was such a special moment. And her other message for me, which was the first time that I heard this, was that there was a lot of that energy from the earthquake trapped or pretty much stored and condensed into my sacral chakra. So she was spending a lot of time apparently in my sacral chakra to move and cleanse and clear that energy out. 
So thank you so much, Sinead, for such a magical, magical experience. Oh, and also, as she was telling me about my great-grandfather, the lights in my hallway started to go on and off. So believe me, I am one of the biggest skeptics out there for anything. I'm always trying to rationalize things in, in my left brain, you know, rational brain type of way, but just to even have that extra affirmation with the lights going on and off as she was telling me about the message from my grandfather was pretty special as well. So I understand a lot of people are going to hear this portion of the podcast and just like completely not understand or thinks it was think it was all a hoax. And that's totally, totally fine. I completely get it. Believe me. The only reason why I believe in any of this stuff is because I've experienced it. So that's one thing about the spiritual world and the energetic world is that you really don't believe it until you experience it or you go through it. So for anyone who, who is just completely skeptical, I completely, completely understand where you are coming from. Um, okay, so the next experience was a cacao ceremony, actually, with Anna again. And this was my first cacao ceremony, and it was really just so cool. And the way that she explained it, so the cacao ceremony originates from the Aztecs because the warriors would, you know, they were very, they were very violent and they were going through a lot of really intense experiences as they are warriors. So the Aztecs realized that there was a lot of emotional pain and pain in the heart that was going on. So the cacao ceremony is to open up your heart chakra. And their purpose was to allow their warriors to have some kind of release of all of the pain and affliction that war and violence had been having on them. So that was really interesting to learn. And for the cacao ceremony, it was probably a group of, I think there was four or five of us. It was just women. There was one man, but he left <laughs> shortly after we started giving our intentions because I just think it was very, um, it was very deep and personal and we were definitely tapping into vulnerability and um, our emotions. And I think it was a bit too much for him. So there was one man there, but he ended up uh, very kindly excusing himself. And there were about four or five women left. So we basically started with, um, Anna had given us all the pieces of paper to write down our intentions. And then we read them out loud. And as each person read them out loud, you end it with a ho. And I believe a ho is, and so it is. And you say it and then everyone then responds with a ho. And that was just really cool because I love everything and anything that feels very uh, native. So after we're done sharing our intentions and acknowledging each other and putting out the 
the energy to and the support to do these things. Then we went by a fire and we each dropped our intentions into the fire, which I guess was to release them into the ether. I'm not exactly sure. And then after that, so Anna, who was leading it, like I said before, Anna is very much into movement therapy. So this was my first cacao ceremony. I'm not sure how they usually go or what people do. But for us, after the intention portion, we just basically danced. We danced blindfolded out in nature, out in the grass, and she was having us do it with breath work and also with music and with her drums as well. And then we went and laid down and had a just a time to relax after all the dancing and you know, process whatever it is that we needed to process. And then we ended it and it was, yeah, it was just a really, really beautiful experience. I definitely had some, some emotions bubbling up as well, but I noticed that as the week went on, my emotional and my energetic reactions were not as strong as they were in the beginning of the week. So to me, that just means that I was moving a lot of what I needed to move, especially in such a short amount of time. I mean, I think, what am I on? Maybe the fourth day or something. But after the fourth day, it was just, we were just doing so much work. I was absolutely exhausted. So exhausted the first four days. The last three, I think it was like three and a half days. I definitely took it easy because everything in the first four days was just so incredibly intense, which was basically everything that I just explained to you. Um, okay. So then I had this really awesome talk by Sebastian who did a, a talk on the law of attraction. So what's really cool about Sebastian, so he is from New York. He was one of the other few Americans that were there. He's from New York and he is training to be a shaman. And his whole idea is that he starts people off on understanding the law of attraction because that kind of gets you in, you know, the ABCs of of putting out energy, of aligning to certain energy and understanding your limiting beliefs and how to ascend past those. Um, so the talk was great. And following the talk, I was definitely moved to sign up for his neuro light therapy. So neuro light therapy, I wish I had more science to explain this right now, but basically Neurolight therapy is this device created by this man that Sebastian was studying with who lives in Chiang Mai in northern Thailand at the moment. And this guy actually, he used to work in the tech industry, he used to work with Steve Jobs, he was very much in that tech spiritual world, especially since the very beginning, and he has created many electronic devices to help in assisting with spiritual experiences, basically. 
So uh, one of them is this neurolight therapy that Sebastian was trained in by him when he was in Chiang Mai, staying at this man's uh, home in Chiang Mai. Like I said, I wish I had more science to explain this neurolight therapy, but what it does is it basically helps induce uh, the gamma rays. So the gamma rays and um, being in a gamma state is the state of meditation. So even if you have a hard time going into a state of meditation, the neurolight therapy will help you. So you basically lay down and the light is going off um, above you. It's right over your head. But before you do this part, I you have about an hour talk. I believe mine was maybe an hour and a half or something with Sebastian, but you have an hour talk and Sebastian just helps you go through what you want in life. He helps you not only discover, but pinpoint your desires, your real desires, and what you want to create in your life and for your future. And he has you write all these down, and he has you write them down in, in the vocabulary in which manifesting and the law of attraction speaks in. Um, so just to give you a brief overview of the type of vocabulary that the law of attraction speaks in, if you keep telling yourself, I don't like where I am, I don't like where I am, I don't like my boss, I, I, you know, I don't like this, so I really want to change this. If you keep on speaking in these negative words, the universe does not understand the difference between I do not want this horrible boss to just this horrible boss and whatever emotion you have when you are acknowledging that horrible boss uh, will continue to be put out there. So I'm kind of doing a bad job of explaining this, but it's basically that idea where instead of talking in negative self-talk, you have to talk in positive and present talk. So instead of, I hate my boss, I hate my body, and the way that that will energetically make you feel, you have to say, I love my body, and I'm so happy that it supports me in my health. My boss, or let's see, if you're trying to create this for the future, then you would say, I have such a loving and supporting boss that I look forward to seeing every day and create wonderful things with on a daily basis. So even if that is not true, you need to speak to your brain that that is true and formulate it in a way where that is the space that you are living rather than I hate my boss, he's such an idiot or he or she's such an idiot. Um, so that's kind of the idea behind that. So he helps you pinpoint your desires, pinpoint your limiting beliefs, and then helps you to rewrite them in a positive and present tense vocabulary in which it's easier for your brain and your body and your emotions to then understand, process, and then put out there into the world. So hopefully that made some sense. So my experience was I had about three different things that I wanted to work through and about three different things that I wanted to create in my life. One of them being that for me, I've always really tried to 
work in the practical world. So, you know, go to college, get your degree, have a job that gives you, you know, everything just should make very practical sense, like have a job that gives you a steady paycheck and, you know, do things that are very, just very practical in this practical world. So that being said, I have been for years kind of shying away from or not fully acknowledging the energetic and spiritual world because I always saw it as a place where people cannot make money. And not only can people not make money, but a lot of people don't take this seriously and a lot of people just don't understand it or make fun of it. So to me, it was not really a good idea to have your job in the space of the spiritual or energetic world because I always just figured there's no money in that. So one thing that I was working on changing with Sebastian is the fact that I do want to be more in tune with the energetic and spiritual world. I do want to acknowledge and enhance and tap into my gifts because I have seen them really, really start to open up and get so real lately. So I just, I want to put away that fear. I want to put away any limiting beliefs and just live in a place where I can work in the spiritual world and still be supported any way that I need to be supportive and to not be fearful of taking action and taking the steps to embody that reality. So <laughs> hopefully that was a good little overview. Um, so while you're under the light, you, he just has you do some visualizations and has you incorporate that positive self-talk so that you can be in a state um, where your energy can emit those beliefs and where your mind can understand that this is what it wants and this is what it wants for the future and thus it will help you to create that. So thank you, Sebastian truly for being so insightful and such a good listener and for following your heart and going after your shamanic journey and wanting to be trained as one and I mean you already are one you are connecting with such magical people from all over the world and using your gifts and using other people's gifts and incorporating them to help people truly change and to change their lives. And it was really cool because the next day I was telling my friend about the experience. And as I was saying this sentence, the sentence was, I wanted to tell her about an insecurity that I, I had, but I wanted to say, so there's this insecurity that I have that I want, that I wanted to work on. But as I said the words have, like I literally could not even finish that word. It just felt so wrong. It felt just my mind was like, no, it's not have, it's had, it's past tense. You don't have this insecurity anymore. You had this insecurity. So even that morning, I just 
when I was speaking to my friend, I could see that shift, that shift in my mind, in my vocabulary. And that was kind of a really nice confirmation to the experience that I had had that night. So thank you, Sebastian. Um, and also we're going to be doing a giveaway by the time this comes out. I'm not sure if we will have already done it, but I will leave a link to get in contact with him below and he can help coach you in the law of attraction, help you pinpoint your desires, help you rework your limiting beliefs and help you to create your future essentially. So I will leave that in the show notes so that if you would like to have a Skype session with him or something like this or, or do neuro light therapy, you can contact him there. Okay, so there's just a few more things to go through. Um, I'll make them as quick and concise as possible. So one thing that I did on one of my last days there was something called the recovery induction with Francesco. So Francesco is this really awesome guy. I wanted to call him a, uh, a Viking. He's basically like this Viking from Sweden. And like I said, he was a guest. Most people who worked there were a guest at some point, but he realized that he really loved the place. So he wanted to work there and he's part manager, but he's also the recovery induction man. So he helps people work with the ice baths, the infrared sauna and the herbal steam sauna in conjunction with their fitness. So whether you have just done some high intensity interval training or whether you just got a massage or whatever the case, he teaches you how to use either the heat, the sauna or the cold, the ice baths to help your body process and cleanse the toxins and up your cardiovascular system and just all the ways into to use these tools. So it's funny because I was actually heading into the sauna when he caught me and he was like, all right, Sarah, let's go in the ice bath. And truly I had been avoiding the ice bath this whole time because it just sounded like an absolutely insane thing to do. Um, but he caught me and I'm glad he did because he had me get into the ice bath and it's something that you have to do pretty quickly. You don't want to slowly go into it, but of course, you know, everybody's different and some people will probably take a long time to go in and some people will just go straight in. I was kind of medium. I just like slowly went in there and in every step of the way, I was just right away, just freaking out, you know, vocally. I was just like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, no, 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 this is horrible. And just saying things like that. And then also breathing wise, my breathing was all over the place. I probably wasn't breathing at all. My shoulders were all clenched up and tight and my arms and my hands and, you know, basically doing everything that a person does when they're not having a good experience. And right away, I was just really shocked at Francesco's ability to just be like, relax, 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 relax. Like I was freaking out and he would just remind me, relax. He would hold, he held me by the shoulders and just was like, relax your shoulders, breathe, breathe. And just having someone there 
to remind you that you're not dying. <laughs> you're not, you're totally fine. It's just a little cold. And to just breathe and relax is, it was just truly a gift to have him personally walk me through, basically hold my hand through that situation because it was one of those moments when you just realize how reactive we are and how much how much we let our our mind take control of us and fear and things like this and with him there you know I freaked out for a good probably 10 seconds and then after that, you're in the ice bath and you're like, oh yeah, this is actually not that bad. I'm just, your mind just creates the reality that this is a horrible, crazy thing to do, but it's actually really good for your body. And obviously, yes, it's cold, but as he helped to explain the amount of blood running through your veins and the amount of work that you're doing inside to your cardiovascular system and every nerve ending in your body, especially from the cold, is being energized and activated. So he was saying that this is one of the best things you could do for your body because your body's working probably harder than it is when you're doing a high intensity interval training and it's cleansing just as fast as well. So some people can go choose to do a high intensity workout or some people can choose to do an ice bath, but I believe the ice bath definitely works in different ways. Like I said, just activating all and every bit of your nerve endings and all of your vessels, blood vessels, your heart. Um, so it's good to know that there's a lot of good health reasons behind this as well. And I do know actually, looking back on this documentary that I watched once, that Tony Robbins does also do this. And a lot of people do. I mean, it sounds like a scary thing to do, but it's actually really good for you. So it was nice having that mental challenge, I always welcome and really appreciate a good mental butt kicking. And that was definitely one of those. And not only did we do this once, we did it three times. And after the first time we were sitting in there for probably about I want to say five to seven minutes and then he had us get out and then we stood in the sun so that our bodies can naturally go back to its normal-ish temperature. Then we went back in the ice bath again and believe me the second time was not as hard because you kind of really just understand that it's your mind that's overreacting. It's actually not that big of a deal and after the second one, then we went into the sauna. And in the sauna, we were there for probably, I'd say again, five or seven minutes, maybe seven or 10 minutes. Felt like we were there for, for quite a while, but while we we're there, they have this magnesium oil that you put on your body. So he said that after, after about two or three minutes in there, when our pores were nice and open, then we had put this magnesium oil all over our bodies to allow our body to take in magnesium, which we, we really need. We don't get enough of in life. 
And that was a really cool addition to this whole experience as well. And then after the sauna, then we went back into the ice bath for our third time. And I'll see if I can um, include a photo or the videos that we took while we were in there. It was, it was, it was pretty fun actually. And it was funny. And for the third time that we did it, uh, one of the staff had come by and put some more ice actually in the ice bath. So we're there with these giant blocks of ice, which was definitely an experience. And yeah, so thank you so much, Francesco, for being such a baddie Viking and for being so supportive and helping me through that experience. It was really, really cool. And like I had mentioned briefly earlier, the saunas that they have are infrared and also some herbal steam saunas that we went in. Okay, so there was so much that I didn't do and I went over just a lot of my favorite personal experiences. Um, there were lots of hikes and lots of different types of yoga and like I said, Muay Thai and cardio cycling and so many talks on different things. But I just had to go with what I felt was right. And after exhausting myself for four days with so much energy and emotional work, which is what I, I wanted to do. And I think at the time my body really, really needed it. Cause like I said, I was processing a lot of what had happened um, from all of the earthquakes in Bali, but it just felt good to follow my heart. And even now, as I look through all the different things that I missed, I feel kind of bad, but I mean, there's only one of me and there was really only so many hours in a day. Um, so thank you for listening to this entire episode. And I will be bringing Melanie on to, who's one of the owners, the co-owner, to talk about her vision for this place and where this all started. And in speaking with Sebastian, he had mentioned that Melanie would essentially like to make this an ascension school. And I thought that was such a cool idea. And the idea behind it right now is that, yes, it is pretty much just health and wellness. And a lot of people that go there are going there to detox and lose weight and get fit. And a lot of the energy stuff that I just mentioned is all kind of, you know, extra icing on the cake for most people that go there. Everyone was very more so uh, fitness oriented, but I was just kind of doing all the things that I was interested in and that I felt was right at that time. So I don't want to scare you as well. If, if you go, you're not, it's not just going to be, oh, everything is sound baths and meditation and crying and dancing around. Um, a lot of it is very, very practical and health and fitness centered. So this was my personal experience, but I can definitely tell you my experience was not the type of experience that most people were having while they were there. Most people were up every morning, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., doing all of the hikes and the sunrise yogas and Muay Thai and 
just everything that they have to offer. Um, but I'm excited to bring Melanie on because I would love to just, she sounds like a wonderful, magical person. Everyone there had so many good things to say about her and were really urging me to be sure that I speak to her at some point. So I'm excited to have her on the podcast. So thank you again for listening to all of this. And, um, you know, as I started recording this episode or actually right before I realized that this is probably going to be the fifth or sixth podcast and we don't have a sponsor and most people do, but, um, I just wanted to put that out there that if you know someone or if you own a company that you feel is in alignment with this podcast, then I would love to hear from you and I will leave my email address below and give you some various ways to contact me in the show notes. Um, but you know, there's so much exciting content in the works. I really, really want to use this platform to not only inspire and educate people on how they can be the bosses of their own lives and work remotely and make money online and create a vision for their life in which they're excited for and turn their passions into profits. But also I want it to be a place of education, of support and inspiration for people who are just really interested in in all of the holistic work that goes behind being a, a thriving boss, a thriving businesswoman or man or just person in general. Um, so that being said, I we have a lot of exciting content in the works and I'm also planning a big trip to South America with my twin flame for the beginning of next year who is also now has started to become uh, our podcast editor and photographer and my mindset and energy coach. Um, but we really want to just continue on to explore all these healing modalities and all the ways that people can turn their passions into profits and bring them to you, bring them out into the world. And so with that trip to South America, we really want to explore the healing modalities that exist in ancient tribes and actually explore these all over the world. So if any of this is something that you feel you would like to support or you want to get behind and help to bring these ideas out into the world, I would so appreciate and love that support. And, um, one of the ways in order to do this is I just created an account on Patreon. So it's called patreon.com where people can donate. And this is the first time I'm doing anything like this, but if you are interested in donating and you are interested in supporting, then I will also leave that for you 
in the show notes. And thank you again so much for being here. I hope you found this, if not just entertaining, then <laughs> um, valuable in where you are in your life as well. All right, guys, sending you so much love, and I will catch you next week. <laughs>